0: You're listening to the Nintendo Powercast. Here's your hosts, N64 Josh and Destinot. What is going on? Welcome to episode 17 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, and I have got Destinot with me. As always, what is going on, my friend? Not a whole just uh anxiously waiting
1: for the 28th it can't come soon enough
0: oh dude i feel like a, i feel like a kid at christmas and it's ridiculous because <laughs> i was just playing the game yesterday on stream
1: <laughs> like literally the actual <laughs> game minus a little few things here and there but yeah you were like literally playing the game
0: but I want to play it with the the new Pro controller. Like that's one of the things I'm looking forward to the most.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of funny too because one of the guys that you were playing with the other day, um, you know, he was asking in chat like, "Oh, who else? Who else has has this? You know, who else wants to jump in here?"
2: And it's gonna. It's funny because it's like it's on the Wii U.
1: Not a lot of people have the Wii U. And also not a lot of people have the Switch. It's so hard to get right now that it's like, I want, are we going to have the same problem <laughs> jumping in? And it's going to be like, hey, who's got the Switch? And people are going to be like, ah, sorry, dude. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, think, I think for a, we, are, we already know a few people that want to jump in. And plus, we've got the ability... To do tournaments now. Yes. Like supported, you know. So that that's gonna be fun, I think. I, I'm really looking forward to uh jumping back in. I haven't played Mario Kart 8 in a while. Um, but it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun.
0: Yeah, man. I am uh I am definitely hyped for it for sure. Um before we get any further, guys, you can watch the show live on twitch.tv slash the loot cave. Uh, this podcast is a part of the lootcave.com where we cover all kinds of gaming um, news and whatnot. We are looking for contributors. So if you want to write about Nintendo or Xbox or PlayStation, uh, you're more than welcome to. We recently have brought on a PlayStation 4 podcast called Nerd Buzzed. So you guys can check them out. You can just go to lootcave.com and they'll uh their newest episodes will be posted right there in our main feed. And uh, real good dudes, real good dudes. They love PlayStation and they love anime. So if that's up your alley, go check that out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that's uh kind of all the plugs for right now. So you can find the show notes, the lootcave.com slash npc seventeen. And uh Brian, what have you been playing, man?
1: So, last week... Well, first of all, not much. I kind of took a a gaming hiatus last week. Just kind of watched some TV shows, watched some movies, finally finally watched Doctor Strange. Really funny movie. Um, If you like the Marvel movies, obviously, go check it out. Um, But this one was a little bit different. It it had a little... It... uh, it's kind of like uh, well, they explain it in the movie, but it's kind of like the magic realm, you know, like if you get the mutant realm, you know, it's like they're not saying magic doesn't exist in this universe. It does. And uh, this is like the magic side of the world, the, the fantasy world that the Marvel universe is in. So it was a uh, it was different, but uh, different, but the same. You know, I had enough of each. I really liked uh, Doctor Strange um uh, I did as well but you didn't yeah yeah it was it was a really good movie um well done um but uh I also jumped into Wonder Boy, which we talked about last week briefly I had only scratched the surface last week and I think last week like people were joking around like you were like real time falling in love with the game while looking it up on the googles <laughs> uh so yeah it I really jumped in at the point last week when we first started talking about it, and I said, yeah, you." I jumped in. It's like a side-scroller. It is a It is a remake of an old Sega game. And it's like they went in, they took the 8-bit graphics, and someone just literally... I, I say this literally because there are dev diaries, which, if you want to check them out, check out .emu, that's spelled D-O-T. EMU they have dev diaries over there there's three of them right now along with a lot of other various videos where they talk about the sound the graphics Uh, they got the trailers for Wonder Boy but there's three dev diaries Uh, the first one is not really specific it just says dev diary one but then dev diary two is the music and sound and dev diary three is the art and the art for this, it, like, it, like I was about to say, it looks like they took the 8 bit graphics and, and, you know, where you're like, oh, this is an 8 bit dragon. The guy went in that, that did the art for this, he went in and, like, hand drew a dragon. And being that, you know, we're able to get cool things like 60 frames per second nowadays and HD graphics, uh, it looks really good. The, the hand, especially I finally got to play it in docked mode, and I don't know if it's 1080p, but it's probably close. But you can see like the texture of the paper that like they were drawing on. That's that's like the quality we're getting from this. So it literally looks hand drawn. It's not like Fake hand drawn, kind of graphicy, dra- hand drawn. It looks hand drawn, and at sixty frames per second, like when your character turns around really quickly, like it's not just one frame of animation of like all of a sudden the character. It's not like Mario from, you know, Super Mario Brothers back in the day where you you you're facing right, you hit left, and instantly you're left. You there there's like various frames of you turning or your character like changing direction and like moving their body weight. It looks, it just, I can't say enough about how good this looks. If you like animation and you like side scrolling games or retro games, I mean, combine the two and then you've got wonder boy. Well, last week I was a little bit stuck and I had just started it. Well, I was able to jump in a little bit deeper now And it's really cool because, like I said, it's kind of like... I said it was kind of like uh, The Legend of Zelda 2, Adventures of Link. Yeah. In that you're kind of like in a town, it's side-scrolling. Well, I'm still in that town, but the way the game works is it's kind of like uh, what you would call a Metroid game, in a sense, where you go through a certain door, you go through a certain... Part of the level, you fight a boss. Well,
2: I got turned into a dragon. And
1: then I fought another boss. And I got turned into that mouse that you said you saw.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I fought another boss. And I got turned into this water creature. But being turned into those different animals or creatures, they each had their own unique like skill set. They were like Liam Neeson, you know, they had a certain specific skills.
0: I will find you and I will
1: kill you. Uh, yeah, they had a certain set of skills. But yeah, and but those skills then allow you to, let's say, jump into a new area or swim underwater. So, and if you look at the cover for Wonder Boy, that's, it shows a bunch of different animals. So, you get to be those animals and basically, like I said, uh, I won't go any further than that, but it's like a metroid game. You need to have different skills to get into different areas. Uh you can get armor power-ups, sword power-ups. You have an actual item menu or yeah, item wait, menu. Yeah. Yeah, you you have items. They're in a menu. So, <laughs> and you can use those. So, yeah. Um For example, there's fireballs, there's an arrow that you can shoot straight up into the air, like if there's an enemy above you, because normally you can't attack straight up. But if you have that arrow item, you can. So that's pretty cool. Um, You have stuff like tornadoes. And those different, you know, again, those different items do different things, which allow you to uh, make things easier. You also have different armors that have different abilities that also allow you to get into different parts of levels. So, like. Added together, like I said, I would compare it now as opposed to just saying like, oh, it's like, you know, like a like Zelda 2. I would say it's kind of almost more like a Metroid, where the more you get well, it's still like Zelda, I guess. You know, the the further you get into the game, you're you're able to get further into the game because you beat a certain section and it now gives you kind of like new power-ups or new items. So I would say, yeah, if you're like into more like the the Metroid type games where you like that formula of, you know, getting the new items to get to new areas, uh, that's more what I think this game is like now, now that I've played a little bit more through it. I'm, I'm waiting. I don't know if you're going to be able to do this or not. I'm really waiting for that ability because I don't have it yet, if it even exists, where I can switch characters on a whim to where I'm... S- stuck on a certain part bam i switch to a different character then i can use their skills to like you know progress don't know if i'll get that yet but i, I kind of see it coming but maybe not we'll mm. see but i still give this game two thumbs up big time i haven't figured out a rating system yet so t- 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 this week we got thumbs hey. two thumbs up for the wonder boy
0: there you go man the only thing holding me back from purchasing it is the rumor that there's a chance it's going to come out as a, as a physical copy because the artwork yeah. on this thing i mean that's one of the reasons for physical copies is to look at the artwork of the case right because I, I like mm-hmm. to i mean i don't have a lot of it displayed right now just because i don't have a lot of shelving built yet but like eventually i want to be able to pull those things off my shelf and 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 look at them and uh in this game i mean it looks like a don bluth film you know like it looks like yeah it looks like fiefel or uh Land Before time or, you know flathead to walk out right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah, it looks it looks really really fun. So, I mean, I'm probably not going to wait too long and I may just end up biting the bullet. W- we'll see. We'll see. It may be my uh I always like to grab a new game before we go on vacation because where we go there's just uh uh there's like not really in- there's not really internet. And stuff. And mm-hmm. so I'll just I'll just like dive into I'll, sometimes I'll do old games. That's where I beat like Super Mario Galaxy uh yeah. two and um I'll play through old Zeldas there, that kind of thing. You know, the I did I'll do Game Boy games sometimes like um Super Mario Land 2, the six golden coins. Like I I played mm-hmm. through that one year and uh so it's just kind of fun to grab those games and uh uh and do that so that that may be a, a good a good vacation game for me that and i know i'll still be playing yeah. Mario Kart so um so as far as myself and we're going to talk a little more about Wonder Boy you still have a little more details
1: um, no for us. like i said uh I'll, I'll say it again if you want to check out those three dev diaries go to dot emu which is d o t e m u that's where i found them um looks like a really cool game when i when i first saw it i'm i'm really glad i purchased it uh i'm loving it so far and it it really fits uh I, it's available for other systems if you guys want to get it on the playstation xbox i think pc uh obviously i have it on the switch but it really this really falls in line with the other Switch titles that we've gotten so far, where it's like it's really easy to pick them up. It's really easy to play a chunk of the game and then set it down if you want to, which I think is very important for a portable game um, on a portable system, I should say. I know we have The Legend of Zelda on here, but that's for me, The Legend of Zelda was a sit down game. I'm playing it in docked mode, you know, um, the ability to take it on the go is nice, but I really felt like that's a game that you want to sit down and just like sink your teeth into. Whereas this game, it really lends itself to that style of like, Oh, Hey, I'm on a bus or I'm I'm in a doctor's appointment and I'm I'm in the waiting room. You can just play, no, you know, beat a section of it, put it down, come back to it later. So I think, I think it's a really good addition to the switch library.
0: Let me ask you this. Does it feel like a Nintendo
2: game? Yes. Um,
1: On multiple levels. It feels like a Nintendo game. It feels like a game that you would play on the original NES or even the SNES. It's got a level of difficulty also from those older games. This isn't like a you know just play through it there's some let's put it this way there there's a guy in the game and i had forgot that he was there and then when you die you know it's one of those type of games like when you die it then flashes up like a a tip on the screen and it was like oh don't forget to talk to your buddy and i was like oh that's right so then i go back and i talk to him and he was like oh by the way don't forget this, and I was like, "Uh, ah, I did forget it." And I looked in my inventory, and I had that item he was talking about. I put that item on, and I was able to progress farther into the game. So, it gives you some tips, but it, but it is hard. Like, if you're not paying attention and you're not using those tips, you know, you're not reading the description for the item that you just picked up. This game is probably going to be brutally hard, mm. um, you know. But if you play the game and you read the little descriptions on the, the armor or the sword that you just picked up or you talk to your buddy like the game tells you hey talk to your buddy okay it's still hard it's just not as hard so, so the- now it's also I'll, I'll say this real quick it's also like an NES game or like a Nintendo game because you can play this full on like an NES game almost uh, I talked about it a little bit last week you hit the i think it's r trigger and instantly this game is 8 bit and it looks like 8 bit not like not like a uh, that that like retro plus they call it or 8 bit plus yeah this looks 8 bit straight up now i just yeah just straight up and i figured this out the other day by accident you click in the right joystick which normally for this game doesn't do anything uh there's no there's no use for the right joystick. You click it in and it goes into 8-bit audio. So <laughs> you can either have this game as like a retro style game but with updated graphics and updated sound or you can do straight up 8-bit graphics, 8-bit sound. So mm. yeah.
0: So speaking of 8-bit, did we ever figure out what this Like where was was Wonder Boy the Sega game?
1: It it was a Sega game. Yes. Okay. Uh, It came from Wonder Boy. It was Wonder Boy part three, the Dragon's Trap. So, yeah, it was on Sega. It was on the Master System. It wasn't on Genesis. Oh, okay. So So when when you're hitting that
0: trigger, is it looking like the Master System game?
1: Oh, yeah, dude. If. If you get a chance, jump on YouTube and you know type in Wonder Boy and then put like eight bit graphics or eight bit or you know yeah retro graphics. It's, like I said. For example, there was a scene in the game where there's fire, and it's kind of like the area that you're in is burning when I hit the trigger to look over the 8-bit graphics, what that fire scene looked like, in my head, I almost imagined it like Turtles 2, when you're in that building in the very first level, and there's like fire, and you're in a building. I thought it was going to look something like that. No. It looked nothing like that. What it was, was instead of just being kind of a static level, but then with fire, the screen was flashing. Like, it was just flashing colors. And the whole, like, like level was shaking up and down, so it's like. But then when you switch back into the new graphics, there was no shaking, but there was tons of fire and you know cool looking animation. So it's almost like it was cool to see. Like, okay, that's how the, the original creators in their minds were like, okay, this has to look like a disaster. Obviously, it would be like fire, things are going on, but we can't do that because it's eight bit. So let's just shake the screen and yeah. flash some colors, you know. And then to see them now be like, okay, we got all this horsepower, let's throw flames in there, fire animation, things falling. Um, it's kind of cool just to jump back and forth and see almost like, because you know, your imagination can run wild, but then you got to put it into 8-bit form. So it was kind of cool to see probably what they were really thinking in their heads and then what they had to do with an 8-bit system. And then to now go back and kind of be like, this is probably how they saw this, you know, originally. So, uh, yeah, it just, it looks really good. The eight bit, the eight bit is super eight bit. I don't even play it in eight bit mode. Cause it, it looks eight bit like, you know, uh, I guess, I guess we've gotten spoiled with modern graphics.
0: Yeah. It's a nice touch though. I like that. You can oh, yeah. do it. It's a great touch. So, uh, this has been an exciting week for me guys. I, uh, I I found out today that I got invited to the Twitch affiliate program. So I'm pretty excited about that. And everybody that's in here live with us, it's because you guys uh, show up at my streams and Destinat, you're always there, man. I appreciate that. Um, And I just want to say, Hey, to everybody in here, captain Logan, Jimmy Pike, drummer, uh, wib 81, uh, reaper, miss prime guys. Thank you for uh, just faithfully coming and hanging out. If you're just in here lurking, thank you. We, uh, you know, we're we're, creepers. We're glad you're here. We're glad you're (laughs) here. And he doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it. So um, just on the inside. Yeah. But, but seriously, guys, it's really because of, of you guys that show up to my stream. And if you want to come check out the stream, it's, it's guaranteed to happen Monday nights at, uh, no later than seven. I started early last night, which was, which was nice. Um, and I've been kind of dipping my toes in the water with, uh, uh, with Mario maker after having grand keys on here. Like it's just really been, I've been playing that game a fair amount, even playing it on my DS just to try to get my chops up. And, uh, it's it's tricky man. It's some good it takes some pretty good thumb skill to be able to pull off some of those some of those moves and I'm I'm definitely not there yet, but it's it's fun having something to practice. And uh I I really plan on jumping headlong into Mario Kart 8 and just like just going for it for a while, just streaming that for a while. I really hope that directory is uh um I, I hope there's a good community that gets formed around it and that it uh, that it does well for uh for a fair amount of time. My fingers are crossed anyway. But um, this last week, I decided to do a little bit of research. And uh, has been heroes. Apparently, from what I could tell, the physical copies, once they're sold out, they may not come back. So, hmm. I... Because... Everywhere I've looked, because, you know, you and I talked about it, and I'm like, hey, can you pick this game up anywhere? And, and I think you thought the answer was yes, but I've not seen it anywhere else. Yeah. Like, for example,
1: I'm looking it up real quick on GameStop's website. And the reason I'm going to GameStop is because they were the publishers of this game.
0: Right, right. So I called them.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I called my store, my local store. Hey, do you guys have a copy of has been heroes? No, I don't. Are Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I do. And he's like, Oh, I don't hang on a sec. Looks on his computer. He goes, I can't order it either. And I immediately Mm. got onto eBay and ordered a brand new copy of that game. I won't open it because I want to just leave it sealed because it's one of those things that it may end up like GameStop exclusives on the Wii, like a Xenoblade. I think it's Xenoblade Chronicles, the first one on the Wii was a GameStop Yeah. That game for a while was very expensive. It's come down because I think they did some kind of a re-release or a second run or something. So I picked that up. I also picked up Animal Crossing New Leaf on the 3DS, Amiibo Plus, because they've got a they have an actual case for it that comes with an amiibo card. And 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 there, it was very inexpensive on Amazon right now, but I have a feeling very few people are going to buy that game, so that version of the game, I'm I'm just guessing, is going to be uh, is going to be one of those kind of rare uh, 3ds games. So I, I snagged mm-hmm. that as well. Um, as far as any other game pickups, I didn't. Uh, I don't think I I did buy. Um, Yoshi's Woolly World for my wife, and oh, okay. Uh, basically, I, had, I I worked on Friday, did a little overtime on Friday, and I got done right around ten o'clock. And uh, I walked into uh, I walked into GameStop, and they had a Poochie Amiibo, so I snagged that. I had like a I had a I had like a ten dollar off coupon, so I got it for like seven bucks. I was pretty stoked about that. And then walked over to Best Buy and they had a copy of Woolly World without Poochie. So I was able to get that with my discount for for decent price. And then I went and grabbed some roses for my wife and came home and was like surprised, <laughs> and she was like over the moon. She was really excited. So um nice. and it was I'm not going to lie. It was so awesome watching her play this side scroller and just be like, so engulfed in it. Like she just, a lot of times she does like the real casual games, like Yoshi or uh, like animal crossing, or she'll do her puzzle games, you know, like pit cross or, uh, what else does she do? Like Dr. Mario, we, we picked that up on the DS recently so we could play it together. And, um, and that's kind of the stuff she likes, but like, she was so into this, like just so into it. And I, I was, I was really stoked to see that. So she, uh, she also like knits and, and, or, um, she crochets. So the, for some reason, this whole, like the, <laughs> the yarn Yoshi, it just that really perfect. She, yeah. She really, really likes it. So, um, and we had it on Wii U, but she's like, I just prefer my DS over anything else. So I was, I was glad to see her, uh, get into that and and play that but as far as games i played i played uh, a lot of nes games on saturday she ended up going to her sisters with my daughters and uh both my boys had friends over and i was like all right we're doing a long stream and so i did like two three hour streams i think right around that Mm -hmm. and i just i grabbed a stack of nes games And just started going through them, like some of my real rare titles, like Tournament Fighter and Mm -hmm. uh, Mega Man 5 and that kind of stuff. And it was really fun to be able to jump into those and trying some of the ones that I had never, never played before, but I've picked up along the way, some of the commons. And uh, I actually hit the gym on Saturday. And I just went for it. I just did squats and deadlift and leg press, and I think I did bench press. Ugh. and guys, it was <laughs> it was bad. Can you feel your toes? I have. I've been hobbling all week. I walked back like so. In the chat, people were like, "Well, do you have this? Do you have that?" And some of the games I don't even remember that I have. Right? Like I need to have a. I have a. I need to make a good list because it's. I'm getting quite a few. And so I walk back to my stack of NES games and I squat down and I start grabbing them. I cannot stand back up. I literally cannot make my legs straighten out. And I, I'm streaming, right? This is this is live. So I don't know if the camera picked me up or not, but I literally <laughs> fell over and crawled over to my office chair, like got into it, and Everybody on the stream in the chat was like, Why are you huffing and puffing? And I was like, Don't worry about it.
2: I'm okay, <laughs> I'm, fine.
0: I'm fine. But I literally crawled over so I could get back into my chair. And walking up and down my stairs in my house or at work has been a nightmare, just an absolute nightmare. So it's a good, it's a good good pain but uh man i've got to learn to like just dial it back a little bit i think <laughs> so so moderation right right um but jumped into all those games it was it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun i haven't played my switch all that much i uh um i've played a little bit of my son took zelda which i kind of want to talk about for a little bit like he this is his first experience with zelda which i think i've mentioned and uh, at least the first one where he's really getting into it but it's it's funny to me because i'll be like hey did you beat it yet? he's like no this game's hard you know this is a kid that plays destiny like a boss like he just he went flawless in trials of osiris this weekend he uh you know he plays first person shooters that kind of stuff i give him this game and he's like this is uh this is this is this is hard and so he'll ask me questions like oh you know like how how do I get this? Or how do I do that? Or, and so I just kind of help him out along the way. And, uh, I don't know. It's just been cool. It's been cool. Other than the fact that I haven't played it in like, Hmm. like almost, uh, I don't know, three weeks or something like it hasn't left his switch. And so I've done a little bit of, uh, uh, blaster master still kind of working my way through that, which is really fun just to pick up and play for a little bit. And you get good save points along the way and stuff. So you don't, you can do like little bite size, uh, uh, segments, which is cool. So I did a little bit of that a little bit of, uh, of, uh, Oh, what's it called? Shadow or, uh, Samurai warriors. And then, mm-hmm. uh, um, been playing a lot of, a lot of the 3ds. Like I did that Mario sports game for a while, like mm-hmm. playing the baseball again. um, which is, it's just, it's just fun. I, I, I like that. Uh, did Mario maker on, on the 3ds as well. And, and then last night, and of course I had some animal crossing in there and, uh, a little bit more Metroid, uh, Metroid prime, uh, Federation force, which is still a really good game on 3ds, which is crazy, but it is, it's pretty fun. Um, but then last night we jumped into like super Mario Kart. Mario sixty four, Mario Kart Super Circuit, kind of just did. I have a lot of the Mario Karts on my Wii U, and uh, even Mario Kart DS. And then uh, we finished up on Mario Kart eight, and I just man, my hype levels are hmm. are like over nine thousand. I think like yeah. I'm uh, I'm 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 really really excited for Friday. And so, um, one of the things we're going to talk about tonight is like target. They kind of went crazy hm. with uh with the marketing for Mario Kart 8. Like Nintendo and Target got together and like their grocery carts are they all yeah. look like like go-karts and the you know how Target has those big red balls outside the store?
2: Mm-hmm. I've
0: seen pictures some I've seen some tweets of them painted up like, like Mario and Luigi. With kids yeah. sitting on them playing their uh, it might have been in our Discord or Twitter, I can't remember, but there's like kids sitting on them playing, the, playing the Switch, which I just thought was hmm. cool. But uh, apparently, you can get a Rubik's Cube, a Mario Kart 8 Rubik's Cube uh, if you
1: pre order. Yeah, uh, because when I think of Mario Kart, I think of Rubik's Cubes. I don't really understand the promotion. Uh, I mean, it's cool, I guess. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't I don't really get the tie-in. I I I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know at all. Like I'm I'm like kind of taken aback. Like what 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 why? Um, I guess it's cool because I don't even know if other places are offering any type of pre-order bonus for this. I don't think there was anything announced. So I mean I guess at least you're getting
2: something for pre-ordering but uh yeah
0: yeah the rubik's cube is strange i did walk into toys r us this week Mm -hmm. and they had a big like cardboard uh yeah i had to walk underneath the thing Right. It like it was it was very obvious that Mario Kart 8 was coming out as soon as I walked into Toys R Us, you know, and I said um, I think I've said it on here like Nintendo needs to market like Disney markets uh, Star Wars or the Marvel films, you know, like you can't look anywhere without seeing something. And. I think Target is a really good choice because you've got you've got little kids going in there with their moms that are getting excited about this. You've got, you've got our age group who may be going with their, their wife or girlfriend or whatever. Uh And they're like, what, why is there Mario stuff out here? Like I I haven't talked, I haven't, I haven't thought about Mario since I was a kid, you know, like it seems like a really good choice for them because not, I mean, there's how many, how many moms are taking their their little kids into GameStop like they are Target, you know? And I'm not making like, yeah, I, I don't, I'm I'm not making some like generalization. I'm just I'm just making a generalization. I'm not making it like, you know, an assumption. So don't don't nobody freak out, please. And uh, hmm. I am, it, it, yeah, I know, I know. I'm I'm being anyway. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, it
1: it makes sense, you know that the it's the whole reason why. Uh, usually like Disney slash kids movies do really well at the theater, you know, because no six year old is going to drive themselves to the theater by one ticket and watch a movie. No, like a parent has to go with them. And then it's like little, little Debbie wants little Susie to go with her. And then, you know, next thing you know, you've got like 20 tickets sold, you know, so, yeah, I've, I've, like like you're saying, I think it makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah, and I mean, just like we saw BB-8 on bags of oranges in the grocery store, like I want to see Mar- – And I mean, look, McDonald's has Mario toys right now for this – I think it's for this month or else starting in May. And so it's like anywhere that, that – I mean, little kids eat the stuff up right? I mean, I remember yeah. being a little kid. I only, I did not care about any other fast food restaurant, but especially when I knew there was Mario at McDonald's it, game over, like we're going there at least once a week for that entire month so that I can have a chance to get some of these, uh, Mario toys. Like it was, it was, it was, that's where I wanted to be, man. And so yeah. I, uh, I'm glad to see that they're they're making a push somewhere, right? That's 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 really the bottom line because I feel like their marketing with the Wii U is just so not there. You know, it was it was not there, and we were even talking about it in a Discord today. Like, I posted the question in the SwitchCast Discord, like if they had called it the Super Wii or something other than just the Wii U. At least uh-huh. it would have uh given people uh an idea that it was something different. But a lot of people thought it was just that the gamepad that you hooked up to your original Wii. And I don't know. It was just it was just a it was just a, a missed a missed opportunity on Nintendo's part, unfortunately. But they yeah, seem to be making you know. up for those those mistakes now. Yeah, I I feel like
1: I don't know why, but I just I feel like the Wii U was kinda like, hey, we're Nintendo. We'll we'll go we'll go this on name alone. Um I'm I'm sure it was a learning experience because you know now we've got some switch booth out in the middle of I think Northern California somewhere and John Asena <laughs> lives there now, I think. <laughs> um you know like and and there's this target advertising. Um, so, you know, yeah, they I, I think they're, they're a very smart company. They're a very, you know, they they calculate a lot of things before they do them. Uh, I feel like I don't know, like <laughs> I feel like if, if a Nintendo employee was like in the break room reading like Game Informer, like it would get slapped out of their hands like like no we don't want to know what everyone else is doing we don't care what everyone else is doing like <laughs> like if you get that you get that like seed in your head you know that is just like oh look 4k like now everything you do is going to be you're going to have that in the back of your brain the whole time no like sit in this cube in northern california john cena will be there with you and you just th- Whatever comes into your brain, that's what we're gonna do. Don't don't be influenced by all these outside ideas. I, I don't know why. I just I feel that's Nintendo. Like, like they're not even allowed to leave the building. You know, <laughs> there's no cable television. They just it's just a creative environment nonstop. You know, but it's un, untainted by by other outside influences. Um, I, obviously, it's not like that, but I, I you know but they still got to like market themselves cuz when when you when you go by that name alone that like we're Nintendo, we're creative and what we do is going to be unique if you only just do that the only people you're going to get are the hardcore gamers the people that are in GameStop's all the time the people that are looking at gaming websites the people that are listening to gaming podcasts if they're only going to hear about it through that you know, the random, like you said, the random kid with his mom in Target isn't going to know about it. So I, I think they really do need to at least push a little more. Get, just because they're Nintendo, you know, that doesn't mean they, they, they're not, you know, that doesn't exclude them from going door to door, you know?
0: No, and uh, honestly, like, um, we talked about this for a little bit in that Discord, but like, their ego has hurt them right mm-hmm. and we've seen i feel like as kind of the age group that is that has grown up with gaming we didn't we, you and i didn't really experience the the like the fall of gaming with mm-hmm. the you know yeah. when the market got oversaturated and atari just kind of you know they couldn't they they couldn't keep up and 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 then we we've kind of been here since Nintendo started and we've watched, we've watched as the, as the Nintendo outsold the master system. We watched as the, the super Nintendo and the Genesis went at it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I feel like Nintendo was the winner there. I don't know what the sales numbers were, but I, I, I feel like that's what, what happened. And, and, and Sega was doing all of this other stuff. Like they turned the Genesis into a transformer 32 X and, And Sega C D and 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 all this stuff where you had this like monstrosity in your living room that was like, you know, Fortress Maximus coming at you. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, you know, so so we've seen that and then we saw we saw the 64 and the PlayStation and the PlayStation just decimate the 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 64 when it, with sales because it was so much more inexpensive it was just inexpensive compared uh-huh. to the uh the the 64 at least the games because of discs and that kind of thing um and then we saw the fall of sega we saw dreamcast go go away because of of uh you know poor sales and and w- weren't people like uh didn't didn't people figure out how to bootleg games basically at that point and that's
1: yeah, uh, it got it got hacked into from what I understand very early on. Um there was a lot of other stuff I would really like to look into it because I don't know a, a whole lot of, about the history of the Dreamcast. Um, at that point, I was no longer kind of like a Sega fanboy. Mm. And it was a you could say that everything about it was ahead of its time, but maybe that was the problem. Maybe, maybe they try to include too much tech and the expensive was just too system or too expensive. Mm. I, I don't know, I, I'll have to look into it because that system I don't know too much about. Just that, like you said, at the time Sony came out, they had tons of momentum. Uh, Nintendo, uh, they had good games on the 64. I think, like you just said, it was too expensive to make those cards. And when you're going up against somebody that's kind of playing the... Uh, not to say that the Sony didn't have quality, but if they are kind of playing the quantity over quality game, in a, you know, in a sense. Where they were like, dude, we got tons of games. And the quality, if you look at them side by side, you could even say that the PlayStation 1 had some ugly games. But... Uh there was just so many of them you know like there was so many games and it was at a time where 3D was ugly anyways in my opinion Um, it was kind of we were just getting into 3D so anything that was three dimensional you were kind of just like oh look at this it's the future Uh you know pretty graphics were, were just they weren't doable at that time
0: yeah. And, and, and to continue on, like we saw, we saw the GameCube struggle against the PlayStation 2. I mean, the PlayStation 2 was a force to be reckoned with. And and uh-huh. then we see Xbox come into the picture. And now, now we've got this, uh, this trifecta going at it. Right. And then uh, Sony's ego allows them to put out the PlayStation 3 coming out at like 599 and people uh-huh. were like no thanks I'll just play the 360 right uh-huh. and then the Wii was there and it was the it was the system everybody bought but nobody played <laughs> and and then and then the Wii U comes out and it's just it's about as powerful as the 360 and I don't even know if it was as powerful as the PlayStation 3 nobody knew what it was right but nintendo still just kind of you know going to the beat of their own drum like they normally would and
1: uh-huh. then we see
0: xbox one and xbox now is like it's it's thinking its ego is going to uh get it you know they're basically telling consumers what they want instead of asking them what they want and they they voted with their wallets and said no we want what the playstation is offering and we saw a mass exodus of xbox people go over to the playstation side of things and and now the switch is here and it's like this is the nintendo that this this is more like the nintendo we had back in the 80s and and 90s where they're they're, they're innovating and they're not just going with gimmicks they're they're looking for a market uh, that didn't know they wanted this thing, but are finding out they really, they they do. Right. Like it's, yeah. it's more, it's, it's, it's really that, that console for people that, that live in small places that want to be able to play games on the go, but still want to be able to play them on the T. Te- I mean, it's like nothing we've ever had before really. And It's, it's kind of amazing. It's kind of amazing. And, and, and the sales are, are showing that as well. I mean, it's the, the fastest selling Nintendo console in history from launch. And that's, that's saying something.
2: Yeah. You know, um, this system,
1: I I think I would say they possibly looked at a lot of what went right for other companies. And what what factor, like, for example, with the Xbox 360, you know, it's kind of like what what made the Xbox 360 jump so far ahead of the PS3? And that was like you talked about. The PS3 had that huge price point jumping into it. You know, it was like six hundred bucks and it took a while for it to even get down to like four hundred dollars. And when it did get down to four hundred dollars, they they stripped the system. You know, it no longer had PS two uh, PS two backwards compatibility on it. Right. Um, cosmetically, it didn't even look the same. They took off like uh, because I that's when I bought it. I bought the four ninety or the three ninety nine version, and it's like parts that were chrome were weren't chrome anymore. They were just black. So cosmetically, they even kind of downgraded the system. Um, and this is even before the slim version so the slim version hadn't even come out yet so there there were there were so many versions of the ps3 it was ridiculous right but um but the ps3 came out and it had a lot going for it you know it was like the cheapest blu-ray player of its of its time and that that alone i think is why it sold as well as it did but you had the xbox who was like okay we're gonna come out with what? Well, what was the cheaper Xbox? Was it two ninety nine or one ninety nine?
0: It was two ninety nine, I believe. I don't,
1: really, I don't really remember, but um yeah, it was like it
2: was
0: cheaper. Like here, Xbox here's the arcade funny machine was. or whatever. It was like four gigs of.
1: Well, that was even later on. There was the core. Originally, there was the core system. And then there was the yeah, yeah. The, uh, Jimmy Pike thing in chat right there one ninety nine for the core the core didn't have a hard drive right right it was only uh, memory cards and it, it didn't have like some chrome pieces on it um so you know you could say it was a visual downgrade it still played all the games at the time Xbox was like hey all the games have to be compatible without a hard drive you know because there's this core system but. They got it in at one ninety nine. you know? People, I think, saw that and were just like, wait a minute. Sure, the PS3 is over here saying, like, yeah, we got the best graphics ever, you know, with, you know, cell shading, cell processing, blah, blah, blah. But when you got something that looks 90% as good for half the price or maybe even less... It just sold like crazy, you know. Parents, I'm sure, looked at that price point and like, you know, Jimmy, you're not, no, little Jimmy, you're not getting the $600 gaming system. <laughs> I don't care what you want, you know, you're getting the $199 system.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So that's a huge thing, and I think Nintendo saw this and like, okay, we're not, we're not gonna come out with a a $399 system right now. That's what everyone else is going, for. we're, or uh, so right now, automatically they have the cheapest system, you know. Um, I know you can get things on deals and Amazon and this and that, but if you're just walking into a Target and you see that the Nintendo is cheaper, um, you know, bam—that that—that's what some parents might look at. Um, they're they're also looking at, you know, they're they're slowly innovating. Not I would I shouldn't say innovating. They're slowly bringing the system up to par with current consoles, where it's got like online features and an online store and they talked about things that are coming and hopefully they all come to fruition because I don't want them to, you know, Peter malinate this system. Right. You know? Um, well,
0: and what's interesting too, like Jimmy Pike pointed out in the chat is like the PS two and the Xbox had DVD players. That was a big selling point for people over the GameCube because it allowed them to have a technology that was, that was somewhat new mm-hmm. at that time. The PS three was the Blu-ray player, like you said, and, and Nintendo has never, added that feature to uh any of their systems right Uh and 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 now even with the switch they're missing netflix and hulu and amazon and that kind of stuff which you know i was just talking with uh eric i hate my life right he was on the Uh on the show early on i think he's going to join us next week and and he uh he was like he he had to do like uh he he works like with the coast guard or something he's like a reserve i think and mm-hmm. he has to do like where they go and do training or whatever for like a weekend and so he's in the barracks and he's like man i would go to bed and just play zelda until i until i crashed and it was awesome he goes the only thing i wish i wish i just had my netflix on there because if that was the case it would have been the perfect system i never would have had to have even pulled out the his phone to watch to watch a show or something you know so and i mean honestly the best thing the switch could do would be to allow you to do a a picture in picture where netflix could be playing Mm -hmm. tiny in the corner and then you can play your game because that's what people do now right they watch they watch something Uh, while they're playing and so like that would be like the ultimate uh (laughs) the ultimate have twitch going in one little corner of your screen and then your gameplay in the other i mean
1: right battery (laughs) life would be like 30 minutes
0: (laughs) i know you better have some good wi-fi but um yeah there's
1: there there i i would say except for the wii and the wii u which had you know like the the apps um i mean look, look at Look at the systems going back. GameCube was like, no, you're playing games on this. You're not watching movies. You're not, you know, you're playing games. You you want a GameCube? It's to play games. Um, you know, a lot of these systems, Xboxes ran with the fact that they're like, we want to be a multimedia console. Like, we, you're going to watch Hulu on this. You're going to watch Netflix on this. You're going to play video games on this. You're going to uh You're gonna watch your Blu-rays on this going forward. They've said the Scorpio is gonna do 4K Blu-rays, which Sony isn't even doing. Sony Sony has said people don't buy physical discs anymore; they can get their 4K content digitally. Which maybe they're onto something. We we don't know yet because. Um you know who who can really predict the future they these companies say they can predict the future and then they get they get you know kind of bit on the butt for it um the the one thing that really comes to my mind is before the xbox one even came out you know they, they were like always on drm you know yeah, you know this this uh digital checks always online And I think that also kind of killed the Xbox One before it even got out of the gate. Because the way I see it is, okay, they have this press conference, right? And they're like, hey, this is what the Xbox One is going to be. Sony had their press conference, what, like within a day or something like that? It was really close together. But they were just like, this is what it's going to be. So I'm a gamer. I'm watching this press conference, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't really like any of that stuff that they're talking about. I'm going to go buy a PS4. Well, then your friend's like, oh, dude, you see the new systems are coming out? And you're like, nah, dude, the Xbox One, dude, it's got all kinds of stupid stuff. I'm getting a PS4. Well, the friend who's not really a gamer but likes to play games occasionally instantly is like, oh, okay, PS4 is the way to go. Even though later on Xbox backtracked and said, oh, we're not having digital DRM. We're not, you know, we're not doing this other stuff. Well, it was too late. It's almost like the word got out. And I like I I think that killed them going out of the gate. Um
0: That and the price and the Connect, right? Like, the
1: price, the Connect, the, the, the mandatory connect, that stuff, it killed them, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Nintendo, on the other hand, I feel with this system, they kind of did the opposite in a sense. Other than like they, they kind of went the route where they're like, look, this is for games. That's what it seems like they've been doing so far. It's like, this is for games. You know, there's there's no disc reader on this. You're not even going to be able to watch movies. Um, you know, you can buy games online. But it, this thing's region free. You know, you can go buy the Japanese games. You can buy European games. They're all going to play on this system. I, I feel... I feel like Nintendo really listened to, to the fans this time around, and instead of saying mm, this is what you're not going to be able to do with this thing, I, I feel like they just said, look, this is for games, and I'm okay with that. Um, but it's like, this is for games, you can buy any game you want, you can get majority of them digitally, Um you can get some of them physically i wish they were all physical but they're not um so uh but i you know i i think they, they've gone just a better route this time around with you know a their marketing um who they're really selling this thing to and i really feel like it's the gamer and you know but they didn't come out of the gate saying hey this is going to do everything Oh wait, no! It's not going to play Blu-rays. You know, like you know, we knew ahead of time. Like this thing's not going to play Blu-rays. There's no way. So, I I I think I think they like you talked about the Wii U. it, It wasn't a clear vision. I feel this is much more clear. They got it out there. They told you what it was about. Um, and you know, it's funny we haven't heard a lot of videos online about. Oh, what's the latest Switch? You know, breakage this week. Um, that kind of stuff's all gone now, you know, so I, I feel like it, they were isolated incidents, you know, and they, you know, they just got like a winner on their hands right now.
0: Yeah. Which is, which is really, really cool. I, uh, I have recently seen the, the, the super Nintendo mini maybe coming out this holiday. <laughs> That's the rumor. What? Like, what do you what do you think of this man? Like they just they just announced that the NES Classic is is no more,
2: <laughs> right?
0: And like Polygon put out an article today that said like like Nintendo's burning bridges with their with their customers. You know, and and Polygon is Polygon. I'm not like a I don't, you know, not a huge fan of their site. I don't even really look at their articles that often. But yeah. but I mean there's a lot of people that wanted this NES classic that aren't getting it, you know? Like I mean, I had people uh I had people tweeting at me like, "Hey, I'm in I'm in line at Best Buy and I was I think it was Reaper Miss Prime was like, "I'm I'm I'm 17 of 15, so I didn't get one." You know. And and he, he's bummed out about it, and I can totally I can totally understand. The guy I went to Best Best Buy I was supposed to have him on Monday. I went to my mm-hmm. Best Buy on Sunday cuz I was going to camp. I was going to camp out and found out that the employees were actually told to lie to people saying they didn't have any in the store.
2: Hmm.
0: And I could tell the guy, like after I heard that and then I, I I, thought back on the conversation, the dude looked super nervous and wouldn't look at me when he was talking to me. And I was like, this dude, he lied to me. He didn't like the dude lied to me. And it really, it kind of, it kind of bummed me out. Cause I'm like, well, I don't want to miss work. At this point
1: unnecessarily. If
0: if there's not if he's not even if he doesn't even think they're coming. So I have no idea what our store actually did. But um guys, there's that brickseek.com. You can still look for the NES classic that way. Like don't give up hope yet. You still have a couple more days in this month. They may end up at a Target or a Walmart. So, you know, fingers crossed. Um But now the 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 super nintendo the the SNES mini is is the rumor and what what do you what do you think dude
1: i honestly think they're going to go the same route really they're going to put this thing out in limited quantities i think um yeah i the reason i say that i think i think if we well first off if we do get a Super Nintendo mini. It'll be in limited quantities. If we get a Super Nintendo mini, I have no reason to believe why we're not going to get a N64 mini. A oh, stop GameCube it. GameCube mini? Stop it. I'm I'm just holding out for the Virtual Boy mini <laughs> that you can only use with one eye. Um <laughs> The reason why I say they're going to come out in limited quantity is Nintendo has given me zero reason as of late as to why I should believe anything that they're coming out with isn't in limited quantity. Between the, the, the switch right now being hard to get a hold of. And this always happens, though, like when a new console comes out, no one can ever get a new console, you know? Uh that's just that's every console. It's not that's not a Nintendo issue. That's a that's just a new product issue. So I mean we but we got the, the Nintendo that's hard to find right now, the Switch. You got amiibo that come out in limited quantities to some degree. Like, you know, some of them you can find, like you can still find Pikachu's in stores and stuff like that. I think they're from like the first run or whatever, something close to the first run of amiibos. Mm-hmm. Um That's about it. though. Yeah, you know, but so a lot of this stuff is just in limited quantities. And I'm starting to believe it more and more because I've heard this twice. Once in something recently, I can't remember if it was a video or if I read it. And then once was an article from like Game Informer from like 1995 or something like that. And both times, Nintendo was mentioned as being a toy company. And I know a lot of us don't see them that way. We see Nintendo as a as a video game company because, like you mentioned earlier, we kind of grew up in that time where Nintendo, you know, saved the video game industry, and they they were just everyone knew them as a video game company. But Nintendo's been around since like the eighteen hundreds. They, they made card games and then they made these little, before the Nintendo, they made these little, I don't remember if they were like mini arcade cabinets, but they were just simple, very basic video games, you know, handheld, uh, things. The Game & Watch? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, which, was a, which was a clamshell, like the DS. hmm
1: Yeah. So all you people saying that the DS was revolutionary. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so they, and, you know, I don't, I just don't feel that they, when they put out the S the, the, the classic, I don't feel like they were like, look, this is going to be part of our product line. We're going to mass produce this. I almost feel. Like it was super expensive, like if they were gonna make five of them, they might as well make five thousand of them type of thing, because like there were probably five people way high up in in like Nintendo that were like, "You know what I want on my desk? I want a little mini Nintendo, but I don't want just like a little plastic thing. I wanted to actually play games for real, and they're like, "All right, all right, Miyamoto, we'll make it." <laughs> We'll make this thing. Oh, but the printer said if we make five, we're gonna. Might as well make five hundred. It's the same price. All right, make five hundred. We'll we'll sell the other four hundred ninety five of them. Whatever.
0: Well, they, you know? s- they said from the get go they would be a limited run. Mm-hmm. They 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 made that clear, and they actually put out more. Um.
1: Yeah, than they originally said.
0: Yeah. So, I mean it's not like they didn't warn us, but it still sucks. It still sucks because they probably could have sold double or, or triple and maybe even more than that. I mean, and the thing Mm -hmm. that killed me the most was going on those, uh, going on eBay and seeing people that had like stacks of 20 of them and just selling them for like triple the price. And it's just like, come on. Like it just it just infuriates me because there's so many people that just want one of those things for their collection and they don't wanna get they don't want to get raked Yeah. Models. I
1: mean we're we're starting to I, I think the the NES classic yes it's like a video game product product and we've seen special editions and limited editions of video game products before, but it, it it delves a lot deeper down the collector's rabbit hole. Than a lot of other video game pro- products do. When you start really getting into like collectors' items, it yeah, it can <laughs> you can go broke really fast trying to buy limited edition items. Um, I don't know. I, me personally, I I, I think uh, I tried one time to get my hands on these. I tried to go on Best Buy's website when uh, when they said that they had them. Didn't get a hold of one. I'm not too bummed about it myself. Um if if more come out, if they come out with the super NES and it's limited. I might not I might not even try to get it. Um it'd be cool to have I guess but it's I don't know. There if I really wanted to play these, these games there are other means. Uh you know, shady or otherwise to get your hands on these. So if, if you want to get these systems just for the games, please, please do not buy these <laughs> at, at at the prices that you can get them for right now. Um, if you want it as a collector's item, that's different. Um, and I think it's just, that's the nature of the beast. You're going to have to probably drop a little bit of coin if you really want it.
0: The thing is like, you got like... uh Wade from Mulehorn Gaming, like he he went out and bought his, and then introduced his kids to those games the exact way he played them, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had other, I had a, I had a couple other buddies that went out and and got it, and and the the main reason was so that they could sit and play with their kids, like that's that's what they wanted to do with this thing. It was, you know, it was it was more than just a collector's item for them. It was something to introduce their kids to uh, that they, that they grew up with. Right. I mean, I had a yeah. good time introducing like me and my, my 14 year old son sat down and like I talked about on here, played Contra played double dragon. Like he mocked it. He was like, this is a, you know, but at the same time was like, wow, this is, this is tough. Like these games are hard, you know, and then playing. Did he,
1: <laughs> did he pull a, uh back to the future too?
0: I was like you gotta use your hands to play this game? This sucks. <laughs> so and, and I can't I'm not and I and Jimmy's like I has no kids. No, I know, I know, man. Okay. It's not not every but I had a I a, the few people that I saw like posting it on Facebook or or uh you know that kind of thing. It was a lot of it was to 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 introduce their kids to their generation of of games. And so and with the same controller, you know, minus blowing into the cart basically. And so that that's what the that's where the bummer lies. But hopefully they see what the hit the classic was and the the mini is double or triple this the SNES mini is is double or triple production. Uh, I'm I'm thinking the factory they stopped the NES classic because they've already started the SNES if if the rumor is true. And and that's why that's why we're not seeing any more of them because they're already pumping out the, this, this nest mini and, and hopefully they've started early enough that this thing will, you know, they, they, they'll be available for, uh, for the holiday and, and, and available in, 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 a, in quantity basically so that, that people mm-hmm. can get them. Cause I know like even my younger siblings, they don't have the nostalgia for the NES, but the Super NES. I had my sister calling me not too yeah. long ago, like, How can I get Donkey Kong Country on my Wii? I'm like, Oh, you got to go here, here, and here, you know? And she didn't even know that was a thing. I told her about it a few years before or a few months before. And then she's like, So I can really get Donkey Kong Country? I'm like, Yeah, you know. And hmm. so, I mean, the SNES could really have, in my opinion, a better 30 games than than the NES could. And some of that has to do with like, like licensing and that kind of stuff because rare has changed, you know, over, but apparently, I mean, you can get all the Donkey Kong games still, uh, Donkey Kong country and that kind of stuff on the Wii U and, and the Wii and whatnot. And so, I don't know. I think, uh, I think maybe next week we could even talk about what, what 30 games we'd want to see, see what, how different our list is. We'll make, we'll make lists and, and anybody listening, make your list too. And you can, uh, you can get into our, our discord. If you go, um, there's a link to it in our show notes, which will be the lootcave.com slash NPC 17. And uh, we can get people to post their lists. Maybe and we can, uh, we can read some of them. It'd be, be interesting to see how many, uh, how many games we all, we all pick that are the same and then that, that are different. So, well, we had a few other things to talk about, but I think we're going to, uh, we're going to put a bow on this thing. And, yeah. uh, where can we find you online, man?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at this, TLC. Hit me up.
1: Yeah. Let me know what your favorite, uh, SNES games are. Tell me, tell me why I'm a jerk, because I don't see it happening. I don't think the SNES is going to get a large quantity. I think they'll get just as small a smaller quantity as the NES. And then people <laughs> will be mad.
0: Oh, Mr. Salt. Mr. Salt. going to happen. I did text this guy happen. this week and tell him, hey, don't trade in your copy of Has Been Heroes. It may end up being a rare game. Uh, the response I got was, who is this? I got a new phone. And I was like, I'm the yin to your yang, the pepper to your salt. And then he was like, oh, Steve. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this guy.
1: I knew this. who it was once this. he said salt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not TLC on Twitter. And then here <laughs> every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Pacific. And come check us out at twitch.tv slash cave.
0: That's right, guys. You can follow me on Twitter at N64Josh. You can follow the show at NPowerCast. And guys, we are doing a giveaway. If you're listening to this and it's Wednesday morning, the the drawing will be Wednesday night. So check the pinned tweet on at N64Josh or at NPowerCast. All the ways to enter are right there. And uh, we're giving away two copies of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Switch. So um, make sure to go enter make sure to retweet, tell your friends about it. We'd really appreciate it. And, uh, guys, if you're enjoying this show and you could share it with your friends, like on Facebook or Twitter, that kind of stuff, we'd really, really appreciate that. That, that would mean the world to us. We also can use more reviews in iTunes. And, uh, you know, if, if you're enjoying what we're doing, if you could just take a second and let us know, we'd, we'd really appreciate that. Like we mentioned before, come hang out with us in our discord. It was a good time in there. Just chatting Nintendo games and, and, uh, general gaming, that kind of stuff. It's a, uh, it's a lot of fun. So, um, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you guys. Um, also our discord has all of our friends codes and everything. So if you're picking up Mario Kart eight and you want to race this weekend, I will be streaming on a, uh, if you want to uh, get smacked
1: down on uh, this weekend, <laughs>
0: I'll be streaming most of the weekend uh, playing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I cannot wait. I'm I'm really excited for all the battle modes. Um, so uh, come come hang out with us in there. Come play come play the games with us. It'll be awesome. And uh, I think that's it, guys. So we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week. If you're in the chat, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. Thanks for the follows and everything. You guys are the best. We'll see you guys later.